Hey, yo. Hello, and welcome to another episode of Looking Into Things. Hey. Hey, yo, what's going on? This is exciting. It's really, really exciting. So first of all, I would love to introduce our wonderful, wonderful special guest today. And that is Jasmine. Oh, is that really that wonderful? Oh, I love that. But hi, I'm Jasmine. What's up? So uh, Jasmine, tell us a little bit about yourself. Hey, I'm Jasmine. My pronouns are she, they, and I am a raging queer person. So you've, you've seen my Insta, you know that, but I'm just a cool, now I'm a junior in high school, which is so scary because time has flown because of this pandemic and I'm not ready, but we don't talk about that. So that's a little bit on me and I have a pet cat. His name's Katya. That's nice. Yeah. So yeah, I've seen the cat and um, Jasmine and I were on a Zoom call and you got your vaccine and then the cat was just scratching at it and then we were all trying like to find a way just to make sure that the cat would not um you know it's so funny my cat does this thing where it's like the baking bread that cats do where they're like kind of like squishing down on you and my poor guy he didn't know I got the vaccine but you know he was just baking bread on my shoulder and I was like can you please stop please and then I was on our acting conservatory zoom call and I was like trying to play this like nice lesbian character who's like going through like a bunch of emotional trauma and like trying to get her whole heart out there and then I just had my cat baking bread on my arm and I was like ah you need to stop yeah oh my gosh so yeah um before we get into our discussion for today um we wanted to wish a happy pride month to you all happy pride month from all of us it's time to celebrate love and acceptance and that's what we will be looking into or discussing today uh and i'm really really excited to talk about this because pride month is such an exciting time to bring a community together you know is and i will say one thing about pride month don't go and support rainbow like the fake the fake companies that yeah. just use pride month for marketing go and actually buy from queer supported artists and just know who you're supporting this pride month and just try your best to make your lgbtqia plus friends more valid and accepted and just have a great time pride month is a time of love and although a lot of people make it about hate it's mm-hmm. not. Yeah. But, you know, so, yeah. Let's uh, let's dive in a little bit more with Pride Month. So, I, wanted, I want to know from your perspective, what do you think, to you, what do you think Pride Month is? Like, what, what, like, the first thing that comes up, you know, what does that, you know, picture in your mind? Pride Month, I feel like it's a beautiful thing where you are remembering and bringing love to those who had fought before you to get to the place that we are now, where, yes, a lot of LGBTQIA plus people have rights now, but there's still so much more to do. And there's so many people that have died fighting for this, gotten hurt, gotten jailed, fighting for our rights. And I feel like it's a really important 
time to just dive back in and be like, all this happened for a reason. Mm-hmm. And we wouldn't have pride today if it weren't for the Stonewall riots and the black queer people who did fight for our community. Exactly. Which is one huge thing that a lot of people leave out because... Right. And and the thing is also the fact that we don't have this taught, especially at school, you know, this is like a big historic moment for, you know, people who who just love people, you know, love is love and, and such. And the fact that there's a lot of negativity, there's lots of hate brought into it, you know, the the main the main message is that, you know, you know, it's just love and positivity and light, you know, shining on a new tomorrow. Exactly. And I feel like high school history books or just like any school history books, they find the weirdest ways of making some of the worst events in history so flat. Mm -hmm. And the fact that pride and LGBTQ history isn't even written in our history books really says something about the American education system. So there are only, I want to say, if there's like 500 books, te- textbooks given on, say, like world history or like U.S. history, even maybe two of them have even mentions of the Stonewall riots. So well, it's, it's, it's just almost dehumanizing to a point because our history is so handpicked and whitewashed. Exactly. That's the thing also, because, you know, the fact that not a lot of people you know, we, um, we've had to, like, now you find it, um, I don't want to say randomly, but, like, you know, I've found out more history from it, from, like, TikTok and such, right? You know, never would I thought um, that I would learn about this, you know, on TikTok, but then again, you know, here we are. And the fact that all, you know, most of us, uh, Gen Z in, in total, you know, they're bringing awareness to that, you know, it, it shows how much we're still, you know, teaching. Exactly. And mm-hmm. I feel like you brought up a really important point in which you say that a lot of our, I want to say, basic knowledge on human rights does come from, like, Instagram or right. TikTok. Because we've always been taught that, yes, the internet does give false news sometimes. It does. And you, there's right. no way of denying that. But there's a lot of other really important resources on like safari and social media that mm-hmm. not many people want to talk about and right. that's the beautiful thing that happened when I got Instagram this summer like I've learned so much about the LGBTQIA plus community about the black community about the Asian community I've learned so much from what's happening around us and mm-hmm. it's just so amazing and you're like I would have never found this out if I never joined in on it right you know like um what was this i forgot when it was memorial day um like there was also um the 1921 tulsa race massacre and i never learned about that until exactly like, like i've been I on, on never Instagram. heard about that before we right. never talked about it in history at school and the detail yeah. like the detail that i'm just seeing from others you know from seeing kids who are a little bit older who are a little bit younger than me you know it it just really shows that you know it needs to be addressed more and if it doesn't then it's not exactly you know 
showing it towards, you know, future generations. How will, you know, they know this impact and what it's led to today, the, you know, full impact of it all and such. And it's just, you know, really surprising finding out so much about these events online rather than, you know, in a simple history book or whatever kind of book, you know. Exactly. It's... It's a really weird concept because America's education system has found the perfect way of absolutely like picking and choosing what parts of history they want to teach. I will for sure tell you that there are so many really important events that were targeted against people of color, people who had immigrated here that are left out of our give it up for me for not being able to speak. You're totally fine. (laughs) So but they've just been picked out and not put into the history books because it makes our image of America look bad because we all know that it's like a basic human need that you need to have perfect image. Like it's the whole thing that goes on with like girls that they need to like have that perfect image or then there's like that emotional perfect image where you have to be like, yeah, so I'm not really too clingy, but then I also love you enough. So like everyone wants to fit into this one social norm that we've normalized and america is literally like that like our education system is almost exactly like that in the same way that teenage girls are like i want to be skinny and look pretty and i'm like no you don't need to do that you don't need to make yourself look perfect life isn't perfect right nobody is that no matter what beautiful and you're special in your own way you don't give any f's about what anyone else says exactly i feel like perfect is such a weird word because they use it to describe so many things but you don't need to be perfect perfect isn't supposed to be the standard right you know you being an individual is the standard and you being that amazing individual you are is the standard you being you you being who you want to be not being um what you are forced you know um to be like you know even if you're that doesn't you know count you have to you be who you truly are that's the main focus of it you know so exactly perfectly said i love how you always find the most perfect way to say things and i'm like (laughs) i'm over here being the stuttering mess i am because gosh i used to have the worst stutter I would have to practice for anything I was, like, speaking about, like, 15 times before I could lose my stutter. Mm-hmm. And sometimes we'll even hear it come back when I'm, like, talking to a new person. I'll be like, hey, so this happened, and then I'll, like, start stuttering again, and I'm like, nope, 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 we can't do this. <laughs> <laughs> but, yeah. And yeah. I feel like since we are talking about pride today on this podcast, uh-huh. which I gotta say, amazing podcast, if you haven't <laughs> Thank heard you. about us before. But you're obviously here, so you've probably heard about it before. Mm-hmm. So I want to go back to Pride and the stigma that comes with coming out and how it's so important to tell our little LGBTQIA friends who haven't come out yet that they're still valid because there yeah. is this whole stigma about like not being out yet so you can't have Pride. Right. But no, I feel no. like that is such a terrible concept to put in because coming out is really hard like take it from me who was disowned like four times for it and then still is too afraid to like tell most of the people in my life that I am somewhat trans and I want to be non-binary like that's really hard 
And you can't just rush that on people just so they can have pride. No, pride is for those of us who haven't come out. Those of us who are disowned and have come out. Those of us who have come out to some people but can't come out to others. It is not your choice to dictate who can have pride and who can't have pride. Pride is for everyone. And recently, I would like to add on Instagram, I have been seeing this and also on TikTok. There was this calendar if I'm correct, that had like specific days on there. And this is my opinion on it. It shouldn't be depending on days because the whole concept of pride is community coming together, not, you know, little um, groups having their own individual days. No, it's everyone is joined together because they love and support one another. And I'm sorry, I'm trying to find the right words. Um, <laughs> um, you know, it's about just community and just love and positivity, you know? So, I mean, exactly. th- that's where I kind of... That's start. perfectly said. On, on that calendar. Isn't about, like, what we make it out to be to be this commercialized event. No, it's about yeah. love. It's about communities coming together. It's about healing the wounds from our past in which that we have lost amazing people lgbtqia plus people that we've lost to get our rights and to get our pride so it's about just coming together as a community and just acknowledging that pride of being yourself right exactly exactly because it's a brave move to be yourself you can be anyone else and pretend to be Mm -hmm. but it's so brave to be yourself and take that from me who has been having identity crises for the longest time it is so hard to just sit down and be like yeah no i'm myself and no one can tell me who I am, and I'm just me. Mm, yeah. Because I feel like we do let societal pressures get to our like head all the time. It it does. It it really does. You know, you you feel like you have to be some sort of way, but you don't. Literally, you know, that's right. that would only oh. cause damage. And mentally speaking, you know, because my mental health has been up and down it's been a roller coaster same um, oh my god twinsies same um <laughs> like you know w- with that no you're got that would only um that your mental health with that forcing to um you know or even just falling to it just like looking at all these things like no because that will that will drain your mental health and it will impact you in a negative way sometimes it may not seem like that but it will. It, it it will eventually. So. No, I've got to be honest. It really does. Because, like, right now I was having a huge mental health crisis. I was in a big depressive episode, mostly because of school. Because mm-hmm. because of my family, I have, like, a huge pressure to actually do well in school. And, like, I was always supposed to be the success child. And now I'm really not reaching that point. Because I'm not going to lie. My grades are far from perfect. I have A's and B's. And my parents literally have, like, attacked me for it. They're like, no, 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 no. You were supposed to be good, straight A's, going off to, like, big colleges. And I'm like, that was not what I wanted to do. That's what you wanted me to do. Mm-hmm. And I don't know if I can do that. And, yes, I-, I still do have dreams. I do aspire to go to NYU and major in collaborative arts. But, like, even that for them is weird because they've never had someone – in our family who wanted to major in the arts and it's like weird for them because they're like yeah you're talented but do you think you really have like that like nerve that like so many 
better people have and I'm like well maybe I do maybe I don't but it's you Mm -hmm. gotta try it out to see it so I feel like just being molded into that idea Mm -hmm. it really does have terrible strenuous amounts on your mental health because definitely I gotta be honest pressure does not phase well on mental health and we all know that so if you're having some stressors in your life you can do it you can get you, out you of got it. this you know yeah literally all we're here to say is you've got this and if you ever need friends we're all here we're all here we're all here exactly and i love how you touched on that subject um because i didn't write that because i was um writing um ideas down for episodes and um definitely i love what you mentioned with that and we will be getting into that much more deeply into its own specific episode um by looking at image or looking at pressure or you know you know that sort of thing with it um quick question can you hear me all right (laughs) yeah i know you're completely fine no okay perfect because um if you have if anyone we had a lot of people uh, reach out first episode, and I noticed that my audio was so bad. I just wanted to make sure. <laughs> so yeah, um, moving on. So I wanted to also talk about another thing that's brought a lot of attention recently, and it's made a lot of positive impact, and it's progressing very well. Um, Instagram has recently brought a feature with this and that is pronouns and I want to know um with that you know I want to dive deep into it just for a bit the importance of pronouns, of pronouns. right I feel like pronouns have now become a taboo and political subject which I don't think they are it's literally not. Just how you identify and I hate how in our system of like society Everything is a political issue. Like, women's rights are political issues. Nothing. Me having rights is someone else's problem that they need to debate over. Like, I feel like we don't think in that terms. And, like, that's really how we work. Science, like like science, for example. Science should not be partisan, meaning political. Um, You know, science should not be partisan. Rights for LGBTQ women you know that should not be partisan you know because exactly. everything, they're they're trying to make speaking as an actor <laughs> um it's literally theater all around but there's much more chaos with that in that sense there's so much exactly. drama happening literally and it's unnecessary with that it's completely unnecessary you shouldn't be and I tracking- the most wrong of people are trying to say that like we shouldn't exist like literally i'm like you are a straight this het man and you're telling me i shouldn't exist right it's what are you trying to prove exactly that's the you know oh my gosh Gosh. you know Mm -hmm. and like and the thing is pretty much um you know with that people do um I don't know if I should say come out, but they normally come out with their own pro or not with their own, with the pronouns that they would like to prefer. And you may, and I'm assuming some, if not most people have seen that on TikTok because I definitely have. And, you know, you have to know whatever pronouns make you comfortable 
if you prefer they them if you prefer he they or she they whatever you would prefer whatever makes you comfortable that should you know you know what i'm trying to say <laughs> like i'm trying exactly to- i feel like there's such a stigma around pronouns that like oh if you are actually out of the normal binaries you're so weird and like we're not gonna accept you and i feel like that yeah. also comes mm-hmm. with like the idea of a society we've been having for the longest time that there's only two binaries and no in between but no. then there's a the beautiful androgynous and non-binary. There's right. a whole spectrum. And we need to embrace that spectrum that is always brushed under the rug. So to all my non-binary people, mm-hmm. y'all are amazing. Like Y'all are amazing. You. Exactly. You know, you do you. And stay true to yourself. That's the most important thing. Stay true to yourself. You know? See, and that's another important factor of pride. You gotta be yourself. Like, you exactly. can't be somebody else. Right. Exactly. Exactly. So take pride in that. Like, you be you, broski. Like, you can do this. And I want it because I'm, I don't know if I'm the only one with this, but I, I don't, I try to find out, like, which has a preference with pronouns because I'm so nervous if I say one or the other pronoun, it might make someone uncomfortable. And I'm just like, I want to make sure that those people are okay because, you know, so like, is there any thoughts with that? if any right now okay so what we try to do on my campus because I do work in the cultural proficiency task force where we're trying to like normalize more LGBTQ issues and more people of color issues and just trying to bring those to light which is because I go to a white dominating campus so (laughs) we just try to bring those issues out and what we've been trying to do with our teachers, because I have to go talk to them sometimes and give meetings and presentations, is we're really just trying to normalize that idea of asking. Because asking is so important. Because we all know what happens when you assume. You make an ass out of you and me. Right. So just ask. Just ask. That it's, it's, it's not that hard, you know? Just ask like it's a normal question. And it never does an icebreaker. We always ask people some of the most like annoying things. Like, and, hey, where'd you get your chapstick from? Instead of asking, like, hey, what are your pronouns? Because that's also like, it hits a lot better because you're actually trying to get to know the person. Right. And also, this is also important to mention, just because someone looks like, you know, you would, what someone else would think, you know, just... Don't I, ever assume. Don't that's ever, all I'm just don't don't assume. ever assume. Because I, I know there's, I've seen this around, but there's a beautiful graphic called the Genderbread Man. And he's not actually a man. They're a gingerbread. But (laughs) it's just called that. But it's so amazing because it really touches base on how your identity is how you feel. Your orientation is how you feel about others. Your expression is how you express yourself. And how none of these are connected. And your sex is your sex, which is completely different. Because your gender and sex, not no strings attached. They are not the same. Your expression and your identity are not the same either. Some people can be super femme, but still be a male. Like, that's that's right. their thing. Like, you can't judge people and, for that. And also, because this is, like, I, I've seen or I've heard people um, assume, you know, just because, like what you mentioned again, just because someone acts a certain way doesn't mean that they are that way. You know, it's it's literally simple so don't assume you know exactly just, That's the just, easiest just, thing to say. just don't assume and ask it's 
No, it's not difficult. Not and difficult. if you do mess up, because I know me myself, like I mess up my friends' pronouns so much, and I always feel so bad. And they always just say, "Don't make a big deal out of it. Just apologize and then f- correct yourselves," because that's all they can really ask for. Right. You can't go back in time and change the past. No, but you can just try to keep your friends as comfortable as possible. And And, that's all that matters. And it brings to me a lot of joy when someone asks, um, first of all, like, first off, like, um, so-and-so, what are your pronouns? And the person answers. And then they're like, okay, so this is so-and-so. And then you know, use your pronoun or use their pronoun. They are new or they're from so-and-so. And that can really bring just a lot of positivity or just like a smile on someone's face. If you It just really can. It just means you know? that you're valuing them and making them feel valid for what they feel. And you're making them feel seen. Exactly. Yeah. And that's a perfect example of wanting to be seen because they're swept under the rug so much. I feel like trans issues are always one of those where we're like, yeah, let's not address that. And then they're finally coming to light recently. And I love seeing how it's just taking over and we're just making so much change. And although Mm -hmm. we have made change, I feel like like, an important part of change that we don't mention is the time it takes. Right. Because I will be honest, we presented to the math department at my school. Hello? think we lost jasmine for a second um so yeah i think uh, oh I, hello hello hi okay we lost you for a second oh no okay I was just <laughs> uh, you're fine you're fine you were um talking about you were presenting um something yes. to your math department so mm-hmm. we presented to the math department recently and they did not take it well i don't know if you guys already heard that but like hello i'm back i just want to make sure now i'm back <laughs> But we presented to the math department and they had not taken it well. Like we had had issues where a student had literally recorded their teachers saying some transphobic things after our presentation, mocking our presentation. And then it's, you just have to think like, they've been raised in this idea that this wasn't normal for them. Mm -hmm. LGBTQIA plus issues are not normal for them. And Mm -hmm. it does take time, which I feel like is an important part of change that we don't really want to admit but change takes time and as much as i wish it could be like a snap of your fingers and all of a sudden everyone's not transphobic it doesn't work that way right you know because people people will be blind to realize you know the mistakes that they've made you know and then later on during some amount of time you know, you, you don't know exactly how long it will take, how short it might be. But, you know, again, patience is, you know, patience, patience is, is a virtue. Right. Amazing. Yeah. You just need to have it. And I got to say kudos to all the people in the world who aren't accepted for who they are and have the patience to continue and fight through every day. So, like, y'all are amazing. Keep doing you. Exactly. You do you. Um. So, yeah, I believe... That's um, our main discussion for that. I want to also, share, because we have other uh, things to go on with this podcast, I'd love to keep it going, you know? Um, and that is, um, I want to know, I'm an ally to the LGBTQIA, and 
Jasmine, would you care to like, you know, tell our audience um, what to do to be an ally if they want to be an ally, you know, what should they do? I'd say for being an ally, really just try to educate yourself. That's the most important part of allyship is actually understanding what the people who you're allying with are going through and Mm -hmm. the issues they face every day. So like if you're an ally to the LGBTQ community and someone who is LGBTQIA and comes up to you and says like, hey, I was just hate crimed and I don't know how I feel about it. Don't be like, oh, get over it. That's an easy thing that happens. No, no, that's own not. unprocessed trauma that they need to like deal with. So mm-hmm. I just say like really try to educate yourself on what happens around and like what is happening against the people who you're allying with right. and just get to know. Just educate educating yourself is so important. And and spreading awareness. The yes. amount of times that we've, you know, spread out awareness and such, it's important because again, you're educating others and in that way, you're making people seen, you're making them feel heard, and most of all, you're making an impact. You're making sure that other people know what's going on or what's happened in the past that's led to, you know, now. Exactly. And that's the most important part of it. It's just educating and almost having that empathetic feeling of saying, yes, I don't know what you go through, but I feel it with you. I want to feel with you and help you through this hard time you're having that's the most important part of allyship so so yeah and then we also have i wanted to um not sponsored (laughs) um i would like to um also talk about a certain um organization a non-profit organization um have you heard of the trevor project i do i love the trevor project i will tell you when i'm having a really hard time sometimes i do call their hotlines and i want to normalize that because A lot of LGBTQIA plus people, we deal with our issues on our own. Like, I'll tell you from personal experience, I used to self-harm really badly, which I know, like, trigger warning on self-harming. But I used to self-harm. And I will be honest, I pulled myself out of the gutter. I hadn't gone to counselors about it. And I had been doing it for months. Mm -hmm. And I really had... I'm not even going to be honest. It's one of the things I'm most proudest of. I'm now reaching, I think, close to 11 months of sobriety. And mm-hmm. you have to pull yourself out of the gutter sometimes. And you, you, you're you always, like, I was forced in that ideology that, like, mental health does not exist. And you're just being a pussy. Like, you need to man the fuck up and just, like, deal with your issues on your own. And so that idea that I did do that on my own is one of the things I'm most proudest of. But I feel like it would have been so much easier to handle if I had gone to the counselors and been like, hey, I'm having this issue. So it's really important to just feel for people. Right. So why I just got lost in our conversation. You're fine. You're fine. Um, but yeah, I wanted to talk about a little bit um, to those who do not know about the Trevor Project. Yes. Uh, so oh, that's Trevor- what we we're talking about. The Trevor Project. So, so Yes, don't be afraid to reach out for help. The Trevor Project has some of the greatest hotlines, some of the greatest actually little blogs that they publish. And they're so mm. amazing because it, they're just great and they really give you insight on LGBT issues. So back to okay. you, Micah. I'm uh, sorry for like butting in all you're, this. You're totally fine. I have to like remember <laughs> what we were talking about because I got like a little bit blinded and then I was like, oh yeah, my trauma that the Trevor Project helped me through. So... So um, for those who do not know about the Trevor Project, um, it is an American nonprofit organization that was founded in 1998. Um, the, this focuses on 
suicide prevention efforts among um, lesbian, gay, bisexual, transgender, queer, or questioning youth. And um, it's a toll-free telephone number. And it has trained counselors who, you know, will talk to you. And it's 24 hours. It's a national 24-hour um, toll-free suicide or confidential, sorry, suicide hotline for LGBTQ youth. So, you know, I've heard amazing things about it. And they really, you know, just like what Jasmine said, you know. They, they literally save out. lives. And we don't give them enough credit for doing it. But the Trevor Project is one of those great places that if you are LGBTQ or you're thinking you might be and you're still in that sense of like self-discovery, they're a great resource and asset to helping you come out. Or get, they have little blogs on almost most LGBT issues. So mm -hmm. I'd say go check that out. They're a great resource to just go pound for help. And if you're really in that dark place like I was a few months ago, mm -hmm. I'd say call the toll-free hotline. It's really like private, non-disclosed. So right. I know like a lot of people with this stigma they have with you want to like counselors at school or just counselors in general is that idea that it stays permanently with you. Calling mm -hmm. hotlines does not. Yeah. So I'd say oh. definitely go ahead, give their hotline a try if you're really in that deep dark place like I was a few months ago. Mm -hmm. So there's just a great resource for almost all LGBTQIA plus just a great resource in general like if right. you want to be an ally and educate yourself if you're still in self-discovery and wanting to come out soon if you're mm -hmm. out and you still have questions about how you're feeling trevor project bro i can't i can't put it in any other words like they've saved my life they've given mm -hmm. me some of the greatest info so just give it up for the trevor project icons yep. icons icons exactly um, and if you are ever, you know, feeling what Jasmine felt, please make sure to talk to them and know this. You're not alone. There are, you know, there's, there's a lot. There's a lot of teens, a lot of, you know, Gen Z, you know, going through this. They're questioning themselves. They want to find out who they are, you know. Um, so, yeah. Uh, please make sure if you want to uh, find out the number for the Trevor Project, it is 866-488-6 or you can text or chat them at the, at all lowercase, um, thetrevorproject.org slash help. So yeah, Jasmine, do you want to answer some questions that we have lined up? Of course, I'm always okay. down for questions. All right, so um, originally we were supposed to have some plans for some other guests um, to show up, but that will be revealed at a later date. But we have- oh, Wait, hold on, hold on. This is the first time I'm hearing about this, T. No, I mean, we have like different people come on, but definitely I would love for you to come back. And I oh, have- Oh, that makes me feel so happy. You know, I we have- there's a lot of fun things planned for the podcast. We're having some game nights or quiz nights also. Huh. So that will be fun to do. Or, um, you know, just relating it, you know, just relating on a whole, you know? So, yeah. Um, so we have some. I gotta questions. be honest. I was always jealous of families who had like family game night because, hell no. My family, we get too aggressive and then it just ends up in like screaming matches. <laughs> Um, okay, so the first question is, um, 
from a little birdie told me birdie <laughs> oh uh, icon birdie i love you sweetie i love uh, the first question is what part of being a teenager were you completely unprepared for most of it <laughs> i i hate to admit it like i would like i went into okay so when i turned 13 my mom was like you need to get ready for like you know body changes and i'm like okay so that was probably the only thing i was prepared for that my body was gonna change but then the emotional like baggage that comes with it and then i feel like a really it's a hard thing that happens when you become a teenager is you start realizing what's wrong with your family mm-hmm. like i it really hit me hard that oh yeah it's not normal to be yelled at every sunday when mm-hmm. someone comes home and they're not you know doing their best or like it's not normal to like sometimes have physical altercations with your family and it just really hit me that like some things that I've gone through mm-hmm. were not normal because all my friends at school were like yeah no that's weird and mm-hmm. middle school is a really confusing ass place right it mm-hmm. is so confusing like everyone is literally it's just really hormonal girls because you know your, their bodies are changing and then prepubescent boys mm. it's like a nightmare waiting to happen I think for me um I feel like I've gotten a bit of a hint with mental health, but little did I know that it would impact me so much in that way. And with the growth that I, you know, had and really like I've, I've had bad days, you know, I think we've all had bad days. Oh yes. Such, bad know, days are the worst. I, mm. <laughs> um, but like with that, I think I was I'm prepared for how to control myself to calm down a bit with health, I think. And really, you know, again, just to take deep breaths or just to just just to hydrate, just to take just to have some self-care for yourself. I That is also really important because, like, I was never told that self-care was a thing. Yes, there were hot showers sometimes to make right. myself feel better but like but like you know watch no one ever said like yeah you need to sometimes take days off because you're like going to die because I was always used to like them like the mental strain that happened and I always have found ways to power through burnouts because like that's just how I was raised that like burnouts are not a thing like you're not supposed to feel that way that's weird so I feel like this new idea of self-care and having to actually take time and really go in and understand yourself it's amazing I love that Right. Like, go. Go pamper yourself. You deserve it, Broski. You know, watch your favorite movie, watch your favorite show, you know, eat your favorite snack, eat your favorite food. Literally. Just hang out. Do like, what you want to do. People. You know, just exactly, exactly. Self-care. Um, so we have another question from Eternal Freak. Um love the name. <laughs> but the question is, do you have a script to um pretty much uh, i'll vouch improv. for one it, i mean it's just improv normally i have <laughs> like um i've been like writing down the episodes and the ideas i have and such so a, a bit of it is like script when it comes to questions that i really want to ask people and such so but no it's taken from me this is complete improv this it's is complete improv from my brain our, our, to discuss- you guys ears. our, our discussions oh, no. are completely improv so no script, nothing. Looking into things unfiltered. Unfiltered. <laughs> um, Ilar, Ilar's and hello, bestie. Um, 
Never yeah. met you, but since Micah likes you, I like you too. She was our first um ep- she was our first guest and we just talked about social media and the impact of it. Iconic. Iconic. Yeah, I think you cut out again. <laughs> again. Oh no, you, you're I fine. You're fine. I'm cutting out. That's not good. Okay. But I was just saying, social media, you've got to have so much power to talk about it because it really is a huge part of our lives. Right. And we don't really think about social media as like, it really puts you out there in the public eye. Right. So Ilar asked, she she brought us three questions for this. So uh, we'll go through Bring that. them on. I'm ready. Okay. So the first one is, what is your personal favorite style or genre of music? So I'll go first. I think it's. Let me just clear it out for anyone. I hate. I absolutely hate country music. I need that to just. Go. I actually okay. I, I'm I not hate a, country I, music I, too, right. but there is only one country artist that I completely support, and that's Trixie Mattel. Mm. <laughs> that's also because I'm a huge Drag Race fan. So most of my that's, music taste yeah. is actually just like. RuPaul's songs like supermodel work, cover girl, work it girl, do it to-. you know, just like those songs, right. or then like Alaska's, mm-hmm. Alaska's songs I... are so amazing, or literally Katya's part in, um, oh, you, you haven't seen any of these, but to all my other fellow people that watch Drag Race, mm-hmm. just that's mostly my music taste. I have a whole drag playlist, but mm-hmm. then I have little like taken playlists on people in my life that I've made. And sometimes I'll listen to those if I'm, like, thinking about them, so. Yeah, yeah. definitely. I think with, um, for me, it's... But I gotta say, my normal music sense is, like, a little bit of, like, soft indie and mostly TikTok songs. I gotta be honest, some TikTok <laughs> songs are literal bobs, and although there's, like, the prejudice of, like, oh, yeah, it's a TikTok song, but they're good. Right, they they are. <laughs> I, I mean, one of them has been they've been like stuck in my head recently so yeah like they're catchy so um for me it's always been pop pop is everything but um recently i don't know why um for those who do not know please stream (laughs) please stream this um lazy baby is something that i cannot get stuck out of my head it's kind of like it's kind of like a disco, but also like a pop mix combined, and it it give it's like a mega like dance party vibe. Like just by listening to this alone, love that. Like, can you hear it? Yeah. Like, like that's that. a bop. Actually, I'm, I'll give that to you. But then also, like a genre I really love, and it's I've been raised on this genre. Mm-hmm. I've always loved eighty music, eighties music. 80s. I I could I. Mm. The 80s. Oh my gosh. The if music you left me with a Donna Summers album and a whole day, I would I would be completely fine. Exactly. Just something about 80s music, you know? Yeah, <laughs> just it just it. hits different. Oh, and Willow Smith. I gotta be honest, Willow Smith Willow. lead mm-hmm. icon. Transparent Soul, I loved it. Mm-hmm. And I also loved Wait a Minute. That was my favorite song. It, it still is one of my favorite songs. Right. Wait cool. a minute. I think I, love- uh, I, can't, I can't. I love that song so much. Or- <laughs> so the other question, and we have two more. Um, 
another one from Ilar, and then the last one also from Ilar. But the um, second one that she asks is, um, if you could tell your teacher anything, what would it be? And Ooh. I feel like it's like an You know how I'm going to answer this one. I think I know. <laughs> yeah, no. This really goes out to my chem teacher, Miss Monson. Uh, mm. Some of you may know her. I love you. You are the nicest person. But chemistry sucks. And stop trying to make it look like it's fun. <laughs> Just stop. It literally is miserable. I can't oh stay God. in chemistry, but you're so nice. And that's why I'm taking AP Bio next year. But hey, yes. hey. nice, 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 uh, nice, nice. Yep, yep. Trying to be scholarly. I mean, I've, there's been like a lot of teachers that I've met and I've learned a lot from them. And I will, like, again, eighth grade which I graduated yesterday. Yay. <laughs> um, Congratulations. And to all the graduate, uh, blah, blah, blah. all the graduating classes of 2021. Exactly. Congratulations. Congratulations. Like- it, was, it wasn't easy. It, it was not easy. A pandemic, which we're still in right now. But, you know, still, you've done a lot. You've stepped up. You wrote, you, you know, it was a challenge. Exactly. And you made it through. So congratulations, class of 2021. Um I was crying. I could I was like crying yesterday, like saying goodbye to my teachers because they've left a, they've really left a positive impact on me in such and they've like helped me out in different ways. So I think I should just say to one teacher who's been with me for three years my band teacher miss rodriguez first of all she's amazing she she's really really funny and and such and you know honestly she just really makes it feel um just much more alive and up you know and uplifting with band and really you know she's an amazing person she's really nice and just really looks out for the students and such in in a way that i that i've never seen uh, well, like, again, like, I've been with this teacher for three years in band, so. I know, you really learn a lot about your, like, like elective teachers the more you have them. Like, right. I had the same orchestra teacher from sixth to seventh grade, and she, unfortunately, she had to leave oh. when I was in eighth grade. Right. But my art teacher right now, he is the greatest example. Like, this man is the sweetest human. Right. I can't get over him. Like, one day I was starving because I had literally stayed the whole day at school from, like, early... Blah, 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 speaking. I used to get to school at, like, 5.45-ish to get to zero period at uh-huh. 6.40 because my mom had to go to work. And then I'd stay until, like, 10.30 p.m. teching shows and, mm-hmm. like, PTSA meetings. And this man, we were doing, I think it was, like, the social showcase, which is, like, the showcase of, like, the arts portion of our school. Uh-huh. And I had stayed at school, and it was one of those long days. And he went to habit for me and this other girl who are his visual arts, like, the people who are showing off his program. And he genuinely got us food out of, like, the goodness of his heart. And I literally could not deal with that because, like, that's something I know, like, not many people in my life would have done for me. And he just did. He went and he got us. He literally – this was the most interesting thing. My teacher came up to us and was like, you two have been working so hard. Can I go get you guys something? And at first we were like, is this man actually asking us what we want instead of giving us leftovers? Because, like, that's literally all teachers do. And he had gone to get himself habit, and he just wanted to help us and give us, like, a little, like, you know, he wanted to give us food. And so he actually had written down our orders, and 
gone and gotten us habit and came back. My and ha- I was like, oh my god, where where were you all my life? <laughs> my heart, that's really really wholesome and wonderful to hear. I feel like we, I love, feel like. I feel like we need, like, a podcast just, like, gushing to the teachers who've really, like, left a positive impact on us. <laughs> uh, but, like, yeah, honestly, to the teachers who've just left just a remarkable positive positive path, just thank you overall. Thank you for doing what you do and such. I know with some, with one particular teacher who is really, really nice, um, my eighth grade science teacher, Miss Keller. Uh, we had to go through a lot of chaos with our class. And, Uh-oh. But, like, literally, I just felt, you know, I'm just, like, you know, making, like, she really, like, left a positive impact. And, you know, she really just, yeah. So, anyways, um, our last question from ILR is um, relating to the pandemic. And that is, what is the hardest part about being a teenager? And I would like to add, we're going to have an episode on that. Um, because, again, like, like, it's crazy to see how, you know, how far it was ago. Over a year and such. Um, but I'm hoping that you can join us, Jasmine, for that conversation. Yeah, soon. I'd love to. But I'll give a quick answer to this question right so I hated staying home I genuinely hated staying home with my family because we already would boil under the pressure of like not seeing each other that much so it was like a crock pot of anger Mm. which I know might not be a necessarily me thing and it happened to a lot of families but it led to a lot of like unresolved fights coming up and them being violent I think we lost her again. I think we lost Jasmine. But you did. It's okay. So that was just it. The cycle of violence in my family had like kind of drastically like went up a bit more, but it's fine now. We're living our lives. And one other thing was literally the social aspect of uh-huh. I I hated not being able to see my friends, hug my friends. Right. I same. Like I, I literally genuinely miss that feeling because I'm that person in school who would like smile at anyone they can and try to make friends with people. But right. then you couldn't do that because you're in a Zoom class and everything's so awkward in Zoom classes. And I don't think it we look like, that up. Like the wildest, breakout rooms, bro. The wildest things. things happen during Zoom calls, as most of us should know by now. Woo-hoo. Uh funny yeah. story. It was my chem mid-semester final. Like so mm-hmm. that was about like December-ish. This poor girl, absolute angel, didn't know she was unmuted and <gasps> screamed, fuck this class and fuck chemistry. And my oh, teacher had heard the whole no. thing. But my teacher didn't know who it was. So she was like, I wish you would have a more positive aspects of chem in mind. But if you really feel that way, I don't know. And I was like, oh, my damn. God. Both, they both didn't know like it had happened. And that's That's, wow. It was funny. Yeah. Uh, not gonna lie, though, my chem final mid semester was so freaking hard. It was a hundred. It was a hundred questions in a hundred and twenty minutes, with each being like calculations. So I think that takes about like five minutes. Mm-hmm. So <laughs> nobody I think, finished. I think with um, me again, the social, just being social. I exactly that. like. I, 
Uh, yeah, and the thing is hard for people who are social people because you're like I can't meet new people and I can't actually touch the people who I want to touch because I will be honest one of my love languages is hugging yeah that's it. I literally definitely. hug people I, that's what I, I do could, I, I can like sense it with you like we're both in a conservatory but like basically you would like hug me or you would hug people just straight off the bat <laughs> just to like start it off I could like feel bad within um but like yeah just being social and i and i didn't know i feel like that like sprinkles guy like you know like that meme where they're like or that tiktok where it's like i got you a sprinkle like ice cream cone i thought you were a sprinkles (laughs) guy what gave that away that's kind of my reaction to this but like what gave away i was a huggy person like i haven't seen i did not get to see anyone like like actually in person like an actual in-person hangout for over that was like april early april i think was like the first time i actually got to be social and it felt so good you know so again just like being social just talking to friends but like being in person with them it has an impact and i think it really showed me online community is so strong but it your is. friend I feel but like we don't I mean it is enough. right and then you have your you have your friends you know but you know it's there's kind of like a fine line with that you know there's a fine line between yes I can FaceTime you every like week or so and then but like, like being in person like no I want to give you a hug in person and I want right. us to like run away like and just exactly. live exactly. our life <laughs> no that came out wrong not actually run away well like, I mean not actually ever- but no. like hey you guys, I don't think any of you have ever done this before but like me and my kindergarten best friend we used to like go because our elementary school is like a mile walk away from our house so I couldn't necessarily walk to school when I was like eight years old because it, it, it was a really hard walk but we used to like run like later like now in high schoolish, we still sometimes run down the hill to the school and just run in the grass and pretend we're like 10 again <laughs> Which is a really great feeling, and I'd, I'd heavily it recommend it great. if you can. Just go with your older friends and be like, yeah, we're back in elementary school. <laughs> and that's, like, it's a really great feeling. I heavily recommend it. I'd say go do it. Yeah. All but right. then we couldn't do that anymore because of the pandemic, and we were like, oh. Mm, yeah. Rip. Rip. But, but the yeah. tradition is back, so. But, you know, we're having, you know, again, please wear your mask. I know there's vaccines out I know there's been like the new CDC rule with if you've been fully if you've been fully fully vaccinated you you can like you don't have to wear your mask. I'm still going to keep my mask on. No, please keep it on. But please please do just please keep. I hated how masks became a political issue and there's still a political issue. It's just being nice to people, Broski. It's not that hard. So So please wear your masks, please. yeah. I heavily encourage you to wear your mask. Please, please, please do. You you would be making such an impact on others. And I know a lot of people are wearing their mask. But um, again, please, please do. Mask up. Um, so with that, I think we're actually done with the podcast, with this episode. Iconic. It's, I love, I, I just love talking about, you know, with about pride and just, you know, just the um, issues that really needed to be addressed, especially to this day and it still needs to be addressed so yeah jasmine where can people find you you can always dm me on instagram my instagram's always open if you ever have any questions and that's at jangles of jasmine's 
ironic name i know but um <laughs> that's always open and yeah, like, just yeah DM me or like please follow jasmine like amazing no. amazing iconic good. you're you're literally perfect like in uh, my no. in my in I'm my ver- in like in my perfect. that is for sure in my vision you're perfect you're, oh, you're really you. amazing you're my homie too you're perfect too broski yeah we're besties we're, we're perfect besties. together <laughs> <laughs> you know so um, yeah. of course i had to bring in the wicked reference which um nobody asked but my favorite musical is wicked and i know that sounds so basic but we love a green girl broski we just love a green girl <laughs> Mm. <laughs> yeah. so yeah um again please make sure to follow um the looking into instagram we have a lot of we normally post when the episodes are coming out when we have the updates and i know we were taking a little bit of a break we had a little bit of a we had some um difficulties getting through but we're running back and we're excited to show you even more what we have planned and such. So make sure you follow the Looking Into Things Instagram. It's at Looking Into Things, all lowercase. And um, what else? Oh, uh-huh. what else? What do you mean, what else? There was one more thing I forgot to mention as well. Shoot. It's okay. Uh, just follow. Oh, yes, please. Um, I also wanted to say thank you to all the people who reached out. Just a massive thank you for our first episode because I did not expect so much positivity to come from that. Thank you. Thank you so much. Um, we Thanks got for a supporting lot of- my broski. That's all I can say. Y'all supported Micah. That means I support you. <laughs> Give it up for um, you. You know, we had, of course, um, a few um, listeners from the U.S., but also from Germany as well. Um. I think it was only one person from Germany, though. <laughs> but um, again, thank you to all who are listening. And please spread the word about this podcast. We're doing our best with it. And we cannot wait to show you what we have planned in the future. And I'm so exactly. excited. I'm so excited. Period. Okay. Um, it's like a never-ending present. It just keeps going and going and going. It keeps on going. It's an annoying voice. It and feel- Micah's. But Micah's isn't annoying. <laughs> it really feels like we're at, like... <laughs> Like we're actually like having a FaceTime or something, but no, yeah, we have the most iconic FaceTimes where we either like just laugh the whole time. Literally, we'll be silent and laughing. Yeah, that's <laughs> between me and Micah. Yeah. So, anyways, thank you so much for checking out this episode of Looking Into Things. We will be back soon with some more episodes on the way, and again, Happy Pride Month to you all. Yes, happy Pride Month to those who come out, those who not come out, those who are unable to come out, and just anyone who is an ally. Happy Pride Month, and just have a great month. Spread the love, get educated, and uh, we'll see you. We'll see you soon. Yeah. Later. All right. Bye. Bye.